Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, sisters. Hi. Hi. Is it funny that I talk to y'all regularly, but when we start recording, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been talking to y'all in forever. (laughs) Podcast mode. (laughs) I know. Doesn't Bobby make fun of us for our podcast voices? Yes. He's like, you definitely have a podcast voice. And I was like, really? What is it? I want to, I hear the same thing. That's so funny. I'll have to get Kai to be the critic because this summer, whenever we were overseas, he was so, he's at that age where, you know. He like loves me one minute and then I'm so annoying the next. Yeah. And I guess I tend to, well, y'all know this about me. I tend to change my, whoever I'm around, like I adapt to their whatever voice. Yeah. (laughs) So when we were in Italy, I guess I started talking with a British accent somehow and he was like, (laughs) mom, stop. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) So I'll have to ask him if I have a podcast voice as well. (laughs) I just feel like I sound way higher pitched on recordings than I do to myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I try to like sound deeper. It's <laughs> oh, funny. Well, welcome yeah. back, yeah. everyone, welcome listeners. I know we're so excited to be back with you. And for those of you listening, thank you for coming back. And I know we took a break over the summer, and we just hope that everybody had such a wonderful, fun, healthy summer. And for any new listeners that we have, I thought that we could just kind of reintroduce a little bit of why we're here and why we keep showing up in your ear. So um, we started this podcast in December of 2019 was our first release. Really, we've, our heart has stayed the same throughout. It has kind of ebbed and flowed as life has happened and we've experienced a huge loss of losing our mom in a car accident in October of 2020 that kind of shifted some gears for us in real life. And of course that overflowed over here as well. So still to this day, I think all three of us just have a passion to share love and to live life with you guys and learn with you guys and grow And we want this to be a space that is life-giving and where you really end press end at the end of each episode, just feeling just more uplifted and more loved than you did when you pressed play. And so that's really our goal is to give ourselves grace and others grace. And that's what our title means. Girl, I slept in, in my makeup can be literal as Kristen says, but also It is a metaphor for we all mess up in this life because we're human and that's okay. And we are going to continue to love ourselves and give give ourselves grace as well as other people. So we're just so glad that you're here with us. And as a reminder, with every podcast out there, your ratings and reviews do matter. And it does help us a lot to be able to continue to do this and offer this. And so we would always appreciate your reviews. And you can do that at any of the avenues that you listen to us. Right, Megan? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yes, but we just love to get together and have sister chats and we will still do a mix of chatting with each other as well as bringing on some good guests. And when, with our guests, we just love to honestly be inspired by you guys and everybody that we bring on here. We learn so much along the way as we hope you do too. So we're just excited to be here for another season and we love you guys. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks, Blue. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, let's get into it. What have y'all been up to? We've been gone the whole summer. So I feel like we need to update our listeners on life. I know. Yeah. Well, Kristen, Kristen you go first. Yeah. yeah, you you have I think we left everybody hanging on the sex of the baby. I think you announced your pregnancy, but that was about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I am in my third trimester. I can't believe it. We have like 87 days to go. Well, till my due date. So I don't, if he's early and it, he, he's a, it's a boy. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, we, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we actually were pregnant with, uh, we had a vanishing twin syndrome. Did we talk about this? We did. Yeah. So we did have a twin, but we lost the twin, um, fraternal twins which apparently runs in the family. I didn't know that, but I have a feeling, I don't know why I have, I told y'all this. I have a feeling the other baby was a girl. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just have this like weird feeling, but obviously if it was, she's with mom. So that's good. But yeah, we had a little bit of a scare because apparently when you have vanishing twin syndrome, you're not supposed to have the genetics test done. And we did have that done and it screwed up our test but we didn't know that's why it got screwed up. So we had a big scare and that led to a lot of anxiety for a few days, but everything turned out good and baby boy is doing good. So yeah, we're just really excited and we've just been working on the nursery and we're the crazy people that decided to get a puppy while (laughs) having a baby that's due in less than 90 days. So, (laughs) well, and I don't, I can't remember if we shared, but you lost Martini, your oldest puppy. Yeah. So who was battling cancer? Oh yeah. It was a been, I would say 2023 started out really, really rough. We found out in December of 2022 that Martini had melanoma cancer and she fought hard for six months for about, um, they told her, told us she had like weeks to live, but she fought for six months and I was just praying that she would make it to my second trimester. Cause I was just like the thought of losing her. I was so scared of losing her and then being like engulfed in grief and then like affecting the baby. And she literally made it right on the dot to my second trimester, which was so crazy. And then I also, I would love to share the story of how Willow came about our new puppy because I just, If you've ever wondered if your dogs are still, your pets are still with you, they are. And I feel like this story will kind of like, I don't know, give you hope of that they are still with you. I really do feel that Martini (laughs) led us to Willow. You know, losing her was really hard on me. I literally had her almost half my life. I got her when I was 19 um, and I lost her when I was 34. So she was with me for 15 years. And I did not want another dog. I was like, there's no way I can have another dog. I can't go through this again. It's so awful. All the other dog people out there can relate to me. (laughs) But just seeing her brother Olive just being so sad all the time. And like, it really did feel like a piece of us was missing. Like we would come home and it would just feel like 
I don't know, not right, you know, a little bit. Yeah. And one day Michael and I decided to just have like an olive day and take him because he's been down, you know, he had been down with not having his sister who he's had his whole life on like a puppy play date. And we went and um, as we were getting ready, we walked out to our backyard and I saw a white butterfly go by and I go, babe, look, I was like, it's martini. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what came over me. I just like, I saw the white butterfly and like, it just, this feeling came over me that it was martini coming. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, you know, cause we never see white butterflies. And after that, I was like, you know, I'm starting to feel like maybe we should just see what's out there, you know, just to kind of look not to get a puppy or anything, but maybe, you know, you never know. So he was like, yeah, let's do it. So we start looking and Michael immediately found Willow and it was in a suburb of Nashville where she was. And he was like, babe, she looks like Martini. And I was like, oh my God, she does. And um, we made the rash decision <laughs> to get a puppy. And as soon as we decided we were getting her, y'all, we were in the car in a completely different location. Another white butterfly flies by. Whoa. And we're like, oh my God. It just felt so right. I like instantly got chills. Oh, there's Willow. I just got chills just now. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is right. This is what we're supposed to do. And then, you know, we get home and Michael's on his phone and he goes, oh my God, babe. And I said, what? And like his voice, I could tell something like, he actually kind of scared me. I was like, what? And he was like, look at your phone. I just sent you something. And I was like, what is it? And so I, I'm going to have to pull it up. I went to look, he was on the website of where we got Willow and she, they had posted this picture and it literally, I wish everyone could see it. It's literally a picture of a Yorkie looking up at a white butterfly. And it says, when it's too hard to look back and you're too afraid to look ahead, look right beside you and I'll be there. Did you not? Like instant tears. Michael and I were bawling, crying, like, and we just, I don't know. It was like the big, one of the biggest God winks. You know, I experienced a lot of God winks with mom too. And it was just like, I don't, it just felt so right and so calming. And it was just a really cool experience. But yeah, so that's my story of how Martini led us to Willow, the crazy mm. puppy that we have now. <laughs> oh, so my sweet. So sweet. I know. And it's funny how similar they are already. Like they have so many similarities. So it's just, wild oh she's so cute I wish people could see too because she is so cute I know (laughs) she is and I love the name Willow tell us how you picked that I had a dream that we got a puppy named Willow and so Willow was one of my favorite movies growing up and it's just so funny because I was like oh oh my gosh Michael we need to watch Willow I loved that movie when I was little and we watched it and I was like wait this movie is weird (laughs) (laughs) weird. Isn't it funny how movies you loved as a little kid, you're like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> yes. What I well, I don't remember. Which one was Willow? Is that that Shamu movie? No. no. I don't feel like you probably have never seen it, Lauren. Oh wait, that was that was Free Willy. Yeah, yeah that was Free Willy. <laughs> That's funny. That was one of my favorites too. If no, you don't already know, Lauren doesn't watch movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the worst. Well, that is so cool. And I've been so impressed with you because I feel like you've traveled a ton while you're, while you've been pregnant. And also I know that we've shared in the past quite a bit about you 
having IC. So I was just going to ask about your IC symptoms throughout pregnancy, because I'm sure other people might be curious or people that might have it who haven't yet experienced pregnancy. Have your symptoms increased, decreased, stayed the same, or how's everything going there? Yeah. I've actually gotten a few messages on Instagram from women who have I see asking the same thing. Unfortunately, I am not one of those women whose symptoms get better during pregnancy Mm -hmm. because that does and can happen. My symptoms actually did get worse, especially in the first trimester. It did. I think there's just a lot of hormone changes. um, And when my hormones are a little crazy, that's when I notice when I'm in a flare. That's been probably one of the hardest parts of my pregnancy is just going from, you know, Pre-pregnancy, I was getting up on a good night, three to five times a night, maybe eight. And now I'm getting up like 15 to 20 times Mm. a night. And that's been throughout the entire pregnancy. So that has been hard. (laughs) So I feel you're so like positive about it. I'm so impressed by you. I don't know how you do it. I know I don't have another choice. Like it's like, yeah. you know, it's like something I have to do and there's no getting out of it. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, there's no way I could have an, a regular nine to five job though, with this condition, like for women that have IC and work uh, a typical like nine to five where they're going, I just don't know how they do it because a lot of women don't like a lot of women with it or, you know, men are on disability because it can be so debilitating, especially while being pregnant, like, and how much I'm just not sleeping. I just, I couldn't do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very fortunate to where I, you know, work for myself and, you know, can set my own hours. And so, yeah, super cool. Well, that's not cool, but I'm glad yeah. that <laughs> yeah, I'm glad yeah. that you have a positive, have been able to maintain a positive attitude and it does like from the outside looking in, at least you definitely make it look easy. So, oh my gosh, lifesaver. Lifesaver. Yeah. Ice. Yeah. I couldn't live without ice. Ice is the only way I'm able to sleep at all. It's because it numbs the pain long enough for me to fall asleep. And so I know some women like heat more, so they'll sleep with like a heating pad, but for some reason heat doesn't work as well for me. Ice works better. So, and um, do you put I mean, I know this answer, but I'm sure people are like, what do you, where do you put your eyes? Is it like yeah. on your bladder or on your vagina? Like, what do you do? So on the urethra, that's because what it does, oh. you know, with IC or one of the bit, my biggest symptom is I have the constant urge to urinate or to pee. Um, and that's, that never goes away. Even right after I pee, I still have the urge. So if you can only imagine trying to sleep with having the urge to pee, it's like, you can't, you can't fall asleep. So what the ice does is it numbs that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so what I do, I know a lot of women will freeze like water bottles um, and sleep with that, or they'll even freeze like a condom or like put water in a condom and freeze that. For me, I use like little towels and I put, I have these like large ice cubes mm-hmm. and I use those and um, it, I put it on my urethra to numb that feeling so I can fall asleep. And then, but uh, every time it melts, I wake up because I had that feeling comes back and yeah. I have to and, you know, get more ice. So yeah, it's definitely different. You know, it's really interesting to have to explain when I'm going on trips with just like other girls or like I went on a bachelorette party and I was like, um, I need to get my ice. Like, and they're like, what? <laughs> 
Like it's definitely a weird thing. And like with traveling too, it's kind of weird. Cause like at hotels, where's the ice machine? We need multiple like handhelds. And they're like, what are these people doing? <laughs> yeah. Why do they need so many hand towels and why do they need so much ice? Oh my <laughs> so, gosh. I can't imagine what goes through their minds. I have no idea what they think, but oh my gosh. I think, so I think they see it, see it and hear it all in the hotel world. <laughs> I was just gonna say you're um you exude that pregnancy glow. I haven't been able to spend mm-hmm. enough time with you in person, but like when we were in Puerto Ranzas, I was like, Kristen just seemed so like at peace and euphoric being pregnant. Yeah, Michael keeps saying that. He was like, I knew she was pregnant because she was just so chill. And I was yeah. like, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I loved when you told us a couple weeks ago that you feel so beautiful pregnant. That made me so happy because you are pregnant yeah. or not. But I was like, yeah. I'm so glad you feel that way. I know dealing with like body as much body image issues as I've had in my life. I was nervous about, but like, honestly, I don't know if it's just because I'm giving myself a lot of grace or what, (laughs) but like I walk around naked all the time and I just show off my big belly and Michael (laughs) just sometimes stares at it. And I'm like, can you not stare so much sometimes? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (gasps) Everything is just, I did not know my boobs could get so huge. I've always had very small, as y'all know, boobs and I have these huge knockers that are only getting bigger (laughs) and I don't know what to do with them. Like I literally try to find sports bras to smash them down as much as possible. I don't like having big boobs, but yeah, I think when, well, when you go your whole life, not having them and then there's something there, it it is very weird feeling. Just wait till your milk comes in. That's what, and I don't, I don't want to, I'm like, can they just stay <laughs> like, I'm terrified how oh my gosh. they're going to get. Oh, so funny. Yeah. Well, you're Amazing. gorgeous. Simply gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Megan, what is up with you girl? Oh, just been a busy summer with kids. They started back at school last week. So I feel like we're like getting into a routine today, I guess is they started last Wednesday. So just getting back into a routine, but summer was just like a big blur, honestly, because Bobby started a new job and the girls were home a lot. Um, we didn't do a ton of camps, but we got to do a little traveling. That was really fun. We went to Arkansas for a week and they did grandma camp, which is like the cutest thing ever. They're two cousins that they're obsessed with. They all four like slept like did an overnight camp at grandma camp that even did like a ceremony at the end of the week and like gave awards like a real camp. So mm-hmm. just really sweet. And I'm so grateful that they get to have these memories. We're going to start making it like a yearly thing in the summer for granny camp. And one day Esri will be a part. She's too young right now. Um, but she's growing like crazy too. She's like talking so much, you know, the gibberish that babies start doing. She's like doing that constantly. And I forgot like how cute it is. Like they're looking at you with this face, like they are telling you something, but it's literally gibberish. It's like, yeah. la, 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 la. and I'm just like, yeah, girl. Yeah. I, it. <laughs> I wish I knew what you were trying to say to me. She like is cracking me up right now. And she's definitely going through like what they call like those leaps where they're growing. She's like sleeping more and yeah, she's about to be 18 months. So 
she's just growing fast. She still has that light golden hair. Mm -hmm. So it's not red, even though it looks red in photos, I feel like it's, but it's definitely not like Joe and Rowan's hair. So she definitely looks the most like you. Yeah. I feel yeah. like she does too. She still has blue eyes though, which is crazy. So all three of my girls have light eyes, which is so That's wild. so wild. Yeah. I never would have thought that. Yeah. So it's been good. I'm trying to think of what else I've been working through like mindset with Megan anchored in faith, which has been really fun. Just, I'm just so passionate about our mindsets. And once you truly understand like how much God loves you, each one of us, how you can build daily habits to change your thoughts. And it truly can change your life is, I don't know. I'm just really passionate about it. And I'm excited to see where it leads doing that. And yeah, been mm-hmm. good, been busy at work. Things are good overall. Just trying to think of anything else, anything I'm missing that y'all know about in my life. I'm excited for Kristen's baby shower next weekend. <laughs> I know me too. We're going to get to see each other. Well, Rowan started kindergarten. That's a big, step. oh my gosh, that's the biggest. How did I <laughs> yes. miss that? I said they yeah. started school, but that's been so cute to watch. It's kind of funny because Joe like really wants to be like the big sister and like lead her into class and take her to class and be like, I'm her big sister type of thing. Mm. But Rowan's not about that life. She's like, no, I'm going by myself. I don't need you. Stop telling oh, me. Really? You. She's yes. so independent. So shocking though, because she adores Joe and wants Joe to hang out with her all the time. So I was just surprised by that. Rowan will cry if Joe doesn't want to play with her and Joe's trying to give her attention. And now all of a sudden she doesn't want it. It's just funny. I was like, what is happening? But it's been really I don't, I feel so lucky because Rowan got the same kindergarten teacher that Joe had. And she has like multiple friends in the class. I think just living in the neighborhood that we live in, we know a lot of people from like going to the Montessori and stuff. So it's just been a really easy transition, honestly, overall, it's just waking up early. Rowan likes to sleep like me and I have to spend 30 minutes basically like trying to wake up a comatose child. (laughs) Oh my god. Getting her dressed in the dark. That's what I remember mom used to do to me sometimes. So I was like, well, yeah. I loved oh. it. I would get dressed in my bed in the dark. Megan, yeah. you had no choice. I remember being in fifth grade when you started kindergarten. <laughs> and I we were typical Redmond style and we were always late. Well, I started in fifth grade, I started getting in trouble for being late. Yeah. So and you know, my personality, especially as a little girl, like I did not want to be in trouble. Like it was the most terrifying thing for me. So I was like on a mission, like I would wake up before mom and dad, I would go get you out of bed and I'm like drill sergeant and I'm like doing your hair while you're still sleeping, doing all the things. I'm like, here's your breakfast. Here's your clothes. Come on, let's go. And then I'm like, mom, come on, come on. And she's like over there, probably still nursing Kristen. Not really, but yeah, you know, she still had a toddler. So I was like, I cannot be late. Like I was dragging. I remember that. I think you kind of traumatized me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being like so scared about being late to places. Like I still have this anxiety and I think a lot of people do like, I don't like to be late. And Same. so, but I, you know, I am late a lot of times with kids. And so like gives me this like anxiety and like with Joe and Rowan, I'm the same way. I'm like, we are running late. We have got to get ready. Like, come on. Like, yeah. Putting on well, their clothes. I wouldn't have cared, but there was this one, it wasn't even my homeroom teacher. It was the one teacher right next door that I had for English or language or whatever they called it back then. And she was just not nice. And so she would make, we, our rooms were open together 
And so she would make a huge scene and call you out. And that's like, that was my like biggest fear. And so it happened a couple of times. So that's why I was like so nervous about it. So anyways, it's funny because in my high school, if we were late, we would have to acknowledge it in front of the class and be like, I was late. I take responsibility and like say (laughs) to like acknowledge it and just like take responsibility. Take ownership. Yeah. Yeah. Like ownership. And so I would always have to be like, so I got really used to doing that. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. You're like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. (laughs) It's me again. Lauren, you tell us about your summer. Well, okay. Quick rundown. The first half of summer, we pretty much were gone. We got to go on some really amazing trips. The big trip was Italy. And that was just as amazing as you can imagine. We absolutely loved it. We did, we toured all over central and north. We were there for a little over two weeks and it was amazing. Um, we loved the countryside, Tuscany area. Um, so Speaking that was, of traveling a lot, I feel like you went on like four trips back to back to back. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. I was, I think I counted and I was home for eight days over a like seven week period. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. And it was for all different things, like all different reasons, all different things. Some were family trips, some weren't blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so then, so we got home the end of June and then we had a good summer. Same as you, Megan, we didn't do any camps this year, but somehow still stay busy. Kai was doing like, he was working out, doing basketball. He still had things going on. Oh, golf. He, it's been so fun to watch. I think it's just fun to watch our kids when they find something new that they're really excited about and to just kind of watch them grow and to develop. That's really kind of fun to sit on the sidelines and sit back and watch Um, so that's been golf for Kai. He got to sign up in his grade. They get to do individual sports in middle school. So he signed up for golf. So he just got really passionate about that this summer and took some lessons. And, um, so we did that. And then as y'all know, yeah, so listeners, I started, I took up tennis the beginning of last year. So 2022 And I grew up playing sports, but tennis was never one of them. I don't know. I think my take from this far, I'll get into what just happened over the weekend. But I think that I remember when we moved to China, Kai was three years old and mom, I was on the phone with mom and she asked me, Lauren, what do you like to do? And I literally teared up because I was like, I don't know. Like I I literally could not answer that question anymore. And that felt really frustrating. And I think that it's so easy as parents to just kind of dive all in into parenthood. And I know with Kai's situation on top of just the normal parenting, like his first two years were just really hard um, and all consuming with medical stuff. But yeah, so I think if I can just be an encouragement to anybody listening that it's just really nice to have something outside of marriage and outside of being a parent to have something that you really enjoy doing on your own. I don't know. I just think there's something to that, but anyways, in this season of life for me, that is tennis and I'm obsessed with it. And I play leagues all the time, but our 18 and over league made it to sectionals, which means we 
we beat all the teams in our city that we live in. So the sectional tournament this year was in Dallas, which was this past weekend. And Megan got to come to one it. I guess you were at the semifinal game. And then we freaking made it to finals and we won. And we were just in shock because like most of the other teams there had like tennis pro coaches. A lot of the cities are so big that you have to actually like try out to be on these teams. Um, so I just think that nobody was expecting the underdog of a smaller town to show up and kick some butt. So we won sectionals, which qualifies us for nationals and nationals this year is in um, Arizona outside of Phoenix, Arizona in a city called surprise and in October. So we are going to October, do you know, yeah, the 13th through the 15th or something like that, that weekend. Yeah. Anniversary. Yes. So anyways, that was just a super fun weekend to be a part of. And I almost actually didn't go or didn't sign up about three or four weeks before the captain was like, we could really use you. Are you sure you don't want to go? And at the time that they signed up, I was looking at our calendar for the summer and I was just super overwhelmed because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be home this year or this summer. So that's why I said no. But then the more I thought about it, I like loved the group of ladies going and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make it happen. And I'm so glad I did. So it was fun, but y'all, it was so hot. I know I've already told y'all this. I like don't drop the F-bomb every day, but listeners, (laughs) I dropped the F-bomb like so many times in those three days. It was triple digit heat in the air, but they tested the court heat on the, we had a 2 PM match one day and it was like 165 degrees Fahrenheit. It was insane. So that was crazy on the Um, court, not like outside. (laughs) Right. No, the court heat. Yeah. Like on the court. Um, but it was, I can't remember what the feels like temp was, but it was like one or six outside, but then it felt like hotter than that. So it was insane. I'm like Phoenix is going to be hot too. Hopefully not as much in October, but yeah, I think we'll be good. The high is like 90. So, okay. Yeah. Great. So cool. It reminds me of growing up and like always watching you like kick butt and all the sports. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I told Megan, I was like, Megan, we're going to start playing sports in our (laughs) forties. Yes. Yeah. That's where it's at. We're we're all about the little kids, I guess right now where I'm about to be. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun to watch. And yeah, it definitely like I was telling Stacy or who was there and she, I was just like, it's so weird. Like full circle. Like I grew up watching Brian and Lauren play sports and here I am again. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Yeah. I know it does bring something back from childhood for sure. And I'm just so, I just feel so, I know a couple of the ladies listen to our podcast and I truly am so grateful for the group of women that I've met through it um, of all ages. I mean, from twenties to eighties, actually. So not on our team, but there's a lot of ladies in their eighties at the club I play at that still play tennis and they're so inspiring, but, um, I just really, yeah, it's just, everybody has such a good heart and I don't know. I just feel really grateful to know all of, all of you guys. (laughs) I'm like community Um, community is so important. I feel mm -hmm. like in the people you surround yourself with. So I love that. Yeah. That. Yeah. And to finish off the summer today is actually Kai's first day of school. So I'm so anxious to hear how that goes. He woke up at 520, just so excited, so responsible, had like 
he was telling me what you know to do I was like okay okay check 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 you know yeah you're about um, to have a teenager on your hands next I time. know and he was like all right let's go and I was like Kai the doors don't even open for another hour sweetie <laughs> so he was yeah he was uh, a mix of excitement and confident but that was relieving for a mama's heart so last year was kind of his year of newness that's when everything because in fifth grade they that's considered middle school at his school. So the first three weeks of last year were pretty hard because everything was new, but this year they know what to expect. So he is used to doing all the changing of classes and new building, new everything. So he, he seemed really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Exciting. I'm excited for fall. It's been hotter than Hades. (laughs) Yeah, it really has. Yeah. God has been watching out for me because he's, this is the rainiest summer it's ever been in Nashville and it's been keeping the temperatures down, like even into the eighties. And I've been so thankful. (laughs) Yes. That's awesome. I need to get up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is amazing that Kai just jumped right into school. I know. I wish I was more like that as a kid. I dreaded it. (laughs) Or maybe there was some years where I was excited. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it is day one. So ask us again in two weeks, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I wanted to tell y'all, I don't know if I've told y'all this yet, but um, I talked to my doctor. I'm thinking about, or I'm interested in learning more about um, saving embryos, which I guess is the IVF process. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Cause you know, I turn 35 next year and I don't want to be pregnant two years in a row. Um, so I feel like, I don't know, I was going to get y'all's opinion on it about, you know, just, I I have no idea what the IVF process is like. So like I might, some people might be like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Um, but I don't know. I thought like with getting older, you just never know, like maybe it might be worth saving embryos, especially if we're not going to start trying again till I'm at least 36. So I don't know. I was going to, I don't think I've told y'all that I'm even thinking about this. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like definitely ask somebody who's been through it. Cause I know a few people and it, you could ask Sarah. Yeah. Um, I know it's a lot, uh, to put your body yeah. through with everything. And I had Esri at 36 and then yeah. I was 37. Or, did I have her when I was 37? I think I gave birth when I was 37. So yeah. I don't feel like you're too old, but if you were wanting to save like more embryos to like have like a surrogate have babies for you later or something. Yeah. But I I don't feel like it's necessary unless you just really want to wait. Like you don't know how long you want to wait or something. Yeah. That's kind of what my doctor said. She was like, unless you're thinking like it's later than you're even thinking, then it might be worth doing it. Um, so yeah, I just don't know. So I'm like, I don't know. It's something I'm going to look into. So if any listeners out there have any like insight or like have any advice or that you've done that, um, I'd love to, um, definitely message us on our Instagram or wherever, wherever. So. and I think too, it depends like, Cause you know, I mean, it's a fact that everybody's egg count declines every year. Right. But so I think for you to know what your egg count is currently, that might be a helpful little bit of info to know, to help you make a decision. I know that when we were going through the IVF process, I, let's see, I would have been 30, 
how old was I? 38. And I had the egg count of a 21 year old, which was really crazy. Wow. Yeah. So for me, the egg count was not the issue. Um, so yeah, I think that that would be kind of the first step is just finding out like, cause people freeze their eggs or, you know, if Michael did it too, if y'all wanted to follow through and make the embryos and then freeze the embryos, then yeah, it's just kind of like, what's the motivation there. So, yeah, I think because we know we want at least one more, um, just, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, I feel like so many women I know are having to go through the IVF process, like more than not, if that makes sense. And I'm like, I'm starting to feel like in the future, it's going to be like more and more that that's more the route people go. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, and I don't know if it's because women are waiting longer and longer to get pregnant or what it's just very interesting to me. Yeah. There's lots of theories out there, whether we're waiting till we're older we're kind of the first generation where a lot of women have been on birth control for decades before they start trying to get pregnant. So I think there's something to that. Um, I, I, I keep telling everyone that I was like, I know people might think I'm crazy, but I have a theory. Cause you know how mom was about birth control with us. Like none of I was never on birth control. I was like, I don't know why, but I just have this weird feeling. It has something to do with it where you know, it's causing issues for people. Yeah, but, I think you know. any, any way that we're like messing with our natural rhythms, it can mess up things down the road. So yeah. similar, you know, similar to antibiotics, it's like, they're good, but then they also can be bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like just like my husband it. says, who's a pharmacist. He's like, every medicine is basically a poison that you're putting in your body to help one thing, but can cause other things. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like we could keep talking for two hours, but I have to get going. (laughs) I love this and I'm so glad we're back. Listeners, thank you for being here with us again and send us a message. Our Instagram is girl. I slept in my makeup. We'd love to hear from you. We're just excited to have a new season. Yes. And if there is any type of person that you would like us to try to interview this season, we'd love to hear from you guys. We want to give you what you want to hear. So please, please um, don't be shy with providing us your feedback on everything, but also providing just any topics that you want us to dive into or people that you'd like us to interview, any specialist. And with that, I will close this out in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this um, opportunity. Thank you for our listeners. We just pray the Holy spirit over each and every one of them listening here. And it's overwhelming to think that you truly care about each one of us individually, as if we were your only creation. And that's the type of attention that you give us. And your character is just so cool. And we are so privileged, um, that you chose us and we thank you so much And as we enter into this busy season of school and just a fresh new start for everybody, we know that along with that just comes busy in our culture. And I just want to pray over all of us that we can somehow make it a priority to find time every day to just sit and be still with you, um, still in our minds, still in our bodies, to just really absorb you and soak you in and allow you to renew our strength each and every day and throughout our days. 
And I just pray that you saturate us with your peace right now and every day to come. Thank you for the new season. And we love you so much. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Y'all have a great week. Love y'all. Okay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And yeah, make it a great week. God bless.